One, two, three, let's go. You're listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Okay, hi, Will. Welcome to WJMS Media. We're so excited to talk to you today. Share a little bit about your background. Who are you? So I'm Will. I'm kind of a folk songwriter, kind of artist, and I've been writing music for about five years now. I started writing in high school when I first started playing guitar, and uh, now I'm a senior at University of Richmond, and things have started to take off with my band recently and with my own music as well, and that's been really great. Yeah, that's, that's, a little, that's a little bit about me. That's awesome. What kind of inspired you to like get into music? Did you grow up in a musical household? You said you started playing guitar. Kind of what inspired that? I, d- I actually didn't grow up in a musical household. We, had, we, did ha- we did have a piano in the house, but no one else in my family really. I, I, I come from a big basketball family, actually. Mm-hmm. But my friend in high school, uh, this kid Josh, was like super into heavy rock and he was like you have to start playing guitar and he kept like telling me how cool it was and as soon as I picked one up I was like all right I, I need to do this. How old were you? Uh, I must have been I was it was my junior year of high school so I was probably like 16. Okay so a little not later to the game but like it wasn't like a okay like let's do the elementary school band. <laughs> yeah yeah. A lot of my friends and like the kids in the band with me have been playing since they were like four. I'm so jealous. Well, look at you now. (laughs) What is your band called? I know we were going to try to get some of them, some of the other guys. Yeah. It's called called Dog Park. That's awesome. And how did you guys form that? When did that become a thing? So I knew them all from different places. At, At the time, it was like me and three of my fraternity brothers. And a couple of them have since graduated and we figured out like and the, the the way that the band is formatted now is perfect but we, we changed a little bit and it's just been a lot of fun at first we were just like playing at my house in my basement like i built a stage and we threw parties people like no idea what live music at a party even was i guess because covid all that stuff but it's a small school and there hasn't been a band here in like 15 years probably really like we're the only one interesting I go to oh. university, the University of Georgia, and that's, like, at every single event, it's only bands. Like, there's no DJs ever. Only yeah. bands. That's interesting. I really wanted to go there, actually. Um, really? <laughs> I, I, Athens is a great music town. It is very cool. So tell me more about, you said University of Richmond? hmm So how did you pick that school? How is it, like, balancing music and college at the same time? Well, I'm a music major now. At first, I was going to be, like, a business major, but I switched. I picked it because my family is like loves the school my dad went here my brother went here and there's just a great awesome community here it's, it's small it's a small school but like is it close to your house no i'm from connecticut actually oh, as are actually every, everyone from the band is from like the new york metro area pretty much which is crazy that we all go to school here but now that i'm a music major it's a lot easier i'm doing a, an album for my for my final capstone project so cool i get to like like work on my career and finish out my major at the same time which is great explain the richmond music program like is there something that you're like specifically focusing on vocals or specifically focusing on guitar or kind of how does that program work 
So I do take lessons, which are like one-on-one -on -one with, with a professor for both piano and guitar. Mm -hmm. But I take voice lessons, I don't anymore. The, I'd say the biggest thing that they, the most important thing that I do is um, individualized like composition lessons with a professor. So I'll just get, I'm, I'm actually about to have that in like 30 minutes, but I'll have like one-on-one -on -one lessons with my professor who's an amazing songwriter and producer kind of. And he, I will just show him my music every week and he'll be like, I like this, I don't like this. Here's an idea that you could look. It's, it's amazing. That's so cool having the expertise of someone so in the music scene and such an expert in that field. Such a cool opportunity. What does an average day look like for you as someone in college, but also trying to pursue a music career? So like yesterday, for example, I had class and then I met with the band for practice and we had like a label call. That's so exciting. Yeah. And I mean, since we started posting it more on TikTok, we've had a lot more stuff like that. Mm -hmm. but I will practice like piano for my piano final. I'll get in this. We have like a small studio here on campus mm -hmm. and Aaron try to record some stuff. That's where I record like all of my recordings on Spotify and stuff were done in the, on. That's so awesome that you are, you are able to use your school's facility for something so like personal. That's so awesome. If you could give any piece of advice to a younger musician looking at the college route, what would you say to them? I mean, I think if there's something to learn from my story, it's that you can you can do music anywhere. Like I was so scared when I got here and then decided that I wanted to do music that school just wasn't really ready for it. Like wishing I had gone to Berkeley or you know somewhere where there, there's just a lot of music. But if you are talented and and you have a story to share, it doesn't really matter where you are. People will listen and will, people will come around to it. I love that. Is there somewhere that you want to move after graduating? You have like a city, like you just mentioned Berkeley. Do you want to move to California or? We're moving to LA actually, the band, exciting. which is going to be really fun. But I have a huge soft spot for New York. I think if I can eventually move to New York, I would love to. Yeah. So are you got you kind of mentioned playing live gigs, but is that your main focus right now? Like getting booked and playing live performances or is it more doing like the label calls and the recordings of a potential album? I think the, um, the recording and the business end of it are going to come more over the summer and we're all graduating in, in, in a couple months. Like we just want to play as much as possible and enjoy, enjoy while we still can. So UVA, like UVA fraternities and they've started hiring us like every weekend. And UVA How far is the drive is that? like an hour okay not bad yeah it's not bad so so we've been going over there to play more um and this weekend we're playing crawford like that's so fun that's gonna be really fun but yeah do you usually play original music at those performances or do you guys do covers that everyone can sing along to what does your set list look like we do, we do a lot of covers when our, our lead singer amon has like a crazy voice and he will usually do covers and I was then, listening to some of your stuff yesterday. So good. Thank you. And then usually when he's when he's singing, they'll do covers, and when I'm singing, we'll do like some of my originals. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite song to perform that the like the crowd is always like, oh, like we know this one. My second newest song, "How Come I Don't See You Anymore," is really fun to play live, and we played it at UVA at, at this party last weekend, and. People that I've never met knew the words. <laughs> uh -huh. My best friend was at UVA last weekend. I wonder if she was there. I'm going to ask if she, she was at a darty. If it was at a quad, she probably saw us. At which one? Uh, it was like 
they call it like a quad party or something. I don't know. It was after, a- after this. <laughs> so you talked about writing your own music. When did you get into that? And walk me through your writing process. So I think I've always been into that. Like, as soon as I was playing guitar, I was I was writing music, I think. And I've probably written like 200 songs. Wow. But first, like 100 were really bad. <laughs> I feel like you kind of need that just to get into it. You need to write a lot of songs before you can write good, really good songs. Right. Most of my songs are about my actual life. And the ones that aren't, I'll usually like give to someone else. Dang, interesting. The ones that are like the most personal to me. Like I, I yeah. yeah. Is there something that you're like, okay, like I'm always going to sit down in the morning and try to write, or is it just kind of inspiration strikes at different times? I've, I've tried it both ways. Like over the summer, me and our drummer, Chris, did an internship where we just wrote every single day. And That's awesome. And it felt more like a job, but we did get good stuff done and it was productive. I, I think, I think my best songs though, and my best ideas like come from something real. Like I'll be sitting in the trunk in a shuttle ride home from, from a park something will hit me okay yeah (laughs) what was the internship did it have something music related it was actually through it was through school richmond has like a richmond guarantee thing where you can do a creative project and get paid for it over the summer yeah so we had like a supervisor here and we just came in and wrote every day and we released one song from that from that summer and we might we might release another one soon we're not we're not sure but yeah that's an awesome opportunity and program i love that Do you have a song, either one of your own or one of your bands, that is like your favorite, something extra special that we could dive into the lyrics? I think my new song, For You All Wait, that the the one that you saw the uh, the TikTok, I think people are like connecting with it in a way that hasn't really happened for my music before. And I think it's going to be like, 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 it just, it feels different. Like it did like a different level for me. That's so exciting. Kind of on that same conversation, how do you plan to use social media to your advantage? Like you said that you are posting on TikTok. Are you also on Instagram, like YouTube? How do you plan to do the social media thing? Yeah, I think I think I need to start posting more on social media. The video at that campfire is, is kind of proof that I can make it on TikTok if I, if I structure my content right. So uh, like I was thinking this morning of content ideas before I, before I drove over here. But I, I like I, I post on Instagram a little bit, but that's more for like my existing community, I think. Mm-hmm. Like grow my audience, I think I'm gonna have to do that on TikTok. Totally. It's such a cool marketing. Like you can do so much marketing on that app. Like I am in Georgia and I got connected to that. So that's so awesome. Who is your largest music inspiration? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough question, but I think I really like camp. Love camp. Like I like Pine Grove a lot. Tyler Childers a little bit. But yeah, I, I listen to a lot of different music. But for my own stuff, I, I listen to a lot of folk music. Yeah. If you had to describe your sound, like what genre or what like adjectives would you use to describe your own personal sound? Yeah, like modern singer-songwriter, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's something authentic and real to me, but also I'm from Connecticut. Like I'm not, like I'm not trying to be a country kind of person because like, I know that that's not real. But it is folk music. Right. Yeah. If you could open for any artist and you could be their opening act, who would you pick to go on tour with? The music, but like, who do you think would be really fun to hang out with? Yeah. I really am obsessed with Claro. I love her. Oh my gosh. I was talking about her yesterday. I love her. I think we would get along very well. I'd love to go on tour with her. What's your favorite Claro song? Oh man. I like Amoeba a lot. 
I like, oh, Bags, probably Bags. It's a great song. So good. That like reminds me of COVID. I listened to her so much over quarantine. It's such like in your bedroom kind of music. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's awesome. I love that answer. Describe to me your favorite performance that either you or your band has ever done. Hmm. I don't know, last Saturday at UVA, uh, maybe I have recency bias, but I feel like it's better and better. Last Saturday at UVA, we like started climbing on walls like while we were playing and like people were really getting into it. And it was a huge, it was the biggest crowd we've ever played. So that felt really special. But I will say we, we think about our first show in my basement like all the time. Oh. That was a really special show for sure. It seems like you guys are very humble. <laughs> Do you have any upcoming projects or anything that you guys are working on or like What's the five-year goal? Five-year goal. So <laughs> for me, I'm releasing like a, um, a folk album over the summer. That's so exciting. Thank you. And then I'm, I'm going to, after that, I think I'm going to start getting a little bit more into jazz and release like a folk jazz album. I'm kind of, it's, it's still folk music, but it's like more jazz influenced. So I think that's where I'm headed. But for the band, I think we're moving out to LA this summer to record demos and then hopefully after that we're going to try to get signed and, re- and release an album and that that's like a that's like a two-year goal but. two years perfect i'll check back in <laughs> <laughs> what inspires you to keep writing and creating music i think like the i mean in that in that video that you found on tiktok like my friends all singing along that's really special to me and it's like proof that i'm giving something to people that makes them feel something that's like that's like better than any that that's like what really will drive you as a, as, a, as a songwriter. Absolutely. Just feeding off of other people's energy. And yeah, like just knowing that people are relating to you. Absolutely. It's so cool how everyone can resonate with the song in such a different way than maybe like you originally wrote it, but they could interpret it as something that relates to their own life, which I think is so special. Mm-hmm. Next question. If you could give one message to any of your listeners or any of these new TikTok followers, what would be one thing that you would hope that they would take away? Hmm. I don't know. Like when I know, <laughs> like a, like message through my music, or like like if I could t- like um, if you could like before they listen to your thing, your music, you could be like, okay, I'm Will, and don't forget that. Mm-hmm. First of all, that I have more music coming soon, and they should and they should stay tuned. Yeah. But I guess like I take a lot of pride in that I write all my own songs, and that they're about my real life. I think that that is like. You don't really like I, I, I'm in thinking about moving to LA. Like I think there are a lot of really talented artists out there that are like writing, co-writing with industry people, and mm-hmm. I think what makes me different, hopefully, is that I do it all myself, and it's about my real life. You know that this has actually happened. Yeah. yeah, love that. We already talked about kind of your favorite song to perform was your second newest one, but. If there's any cover songs, I was mm-hmm. hearing your favorite songs of other people's to perform. Sunday Morning by Maroon 5 is so fun. I love that song. That's another one that Dancing in the Moonlight, maybe. Mm-hmm. I love our set. 505 by the Arctic Monkeys is really fun to play. So good. What's going through your brain when you guys are performing? Like, do you ever get stage fright or like a lot of nerves? Or is it just like, this is so awesome. This is so fun. I do not get a lot of stage, uh, stage fright. I, I did like musical theater in high school. Mm-hmm. So I have like a pretty good amount of stage experience. Yeah, trying to look like I'm having fun, which I am. But you gotta look like you're having fun, and kind of kind of in- interact with my bandmates on stage. In a way. Yeah. So, are you only singing in the band, or are you singing, or are you playing guitar, or are you playing piano? What's kind of your role in the band? I don't really sing that much in the band, honestly. 
I do like backup vocals and I play bass and guitar. Yes. So how many instruments do you play? <laughs> I play guitar. I play bass and piano. That's pretty much it. Is there anything like if you had a genie, you could be like, I wish I played the trumpet or like. Yeah. The, the fiddle. The fiddle. Yes. Yeah. Or, or sax. I want either of those. I feel like both of them are just very like vocal instruments. Like you can, you can play kind of the same way that a singer can sing. Yeah. What strengths do you think that you have that make you a great musician? I think my of harmony probably is my best attribute. In high school, I music theory class in my senior year and just went like so nerd mode uh, and just like grinded really hard. And now I have a, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I think my understanding of harmony, like, I just know where the notes, where the notes are really, and where and where they're hit. I'm not like I'm not like a amazingly technically skilled musician. Like my hands just aren't that fast compared to like my bandmates or most pros. And I, I can't do like a whole lot of flashy stuff. But I think I just have a really solid like foundation. That's awesome. That's so important. Kind of going off the class vibe. Is there a favorite college class that you've taken within the music major that you're like, that was the coolest class ever? I'm taking a class right now called Indonesian Music Theater and Dance. And <laughs> it's amazing. This, this, um, our professor is, uh, she's from, she's from Java and she's a dope Javanese musician. And it's, I mean, maybe it's not my favorite, but it's unique and it's like amazing and unlike anything I've ever done before. That's so cool. Do you actually get to dance in the class? Yeah. And most what we mostly do is play this like gamelan music, which is like native like Japanese music. But yeah. it's, it's sounds awesome. <laughs> what is the best advice that you've ever been given? Ooh. Hmm, I've been given a lot of good advice. But I think maybe separating the it, it's hard to make money in music, and I'm like about to graduate and kind of enter that part of my life. And I was talking uh, with like a professor recently. She told me to separate the music that I really care about and music that I'm going to make money. Like I, I'm, I have to make money and I will write music that will make me money for other people. And, and I'll be in the room for, for that. And then there's also my creative project that like, I should like foster kind of and build. Right. protect that and hide that a little bit more. That's interesting. I love that aspect because it can be so hard to like be caught up in the music as a job and that can sometimes take away the fun of it. So I like, that's a great piece of advice. If you could change anything about the music industry, what would that change be? Yeah, I mean, what they what what happens is these these industry people like will, will manage or sign hundreds of artists throughout their career. Mm-hmm. That that artist only really gets one career, and if the, the manager or the label screws it over for them, they're done. So I guess if it was just more like artist focused, and I, I I don't really know that much about the industry yet. Because I'm still, like, I, I still need to go out to L.A. and, like, start. But even even already now, like, everyone's just warning all the time. It feels like, like, get a lawyer, get a lawyer, get a lawyer. Someone's going to... What are you saying? Yeah. Sad that it has come to that, like, that you need to be so on top of your game that people will screw you over. I know that you said that you still have a lot to learn about different labels and different industry things. But, like, do you reach out to labels? Do they reach out to you? Do you have to have, like, a portfolio? How does that work when you're pitching yourself to labels? So, I have a portfolio, um, although I haven't really used it very much. Usually, they will reach out to us as the band. I, I haven't had a lot of labels really reach out to me individually. Mm-hmm. But usually, they'll reach out to the band. I, I think 
they all say you can reach out to them randomly, but they're not going to like look through their email all the time. Right. Do you think they found you guys through social media or? Yeah. They tell us that they found us through social media. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. My last question, a fun little question. What is the song that you would belt in the shower? Like what is your shower singing song? No one's listening. Um, what is like, your arena concert shower song? Maybe We Are Young by Fun. Do you know that song? Of course. Yeah, yeah. I love Fun. And that song is definitely a, a belter in the shower. That was the perfect answer. <laughs> well, it was so fun talking to you today. Um, before we go, give us your social media handles so we can follow along with your journey. Uh-huh. My, my Instagram is hearth.w underscore. Wait, hold on. We're checking. We're checking to make sure. Yeah, or harf.w is my Instagram. And my TikTok is Will Harford Music. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today. I wish you all the luck. Your music is great. And I'm sure that you will get a million more listeners because of this new TikTok thing. So congratulations. Thanks. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can check us out on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Also check out our website at www.wjmsradio.com. And we also have a newsletter so you can subscribe and be up to date on everything.